Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Hear the words from Luke. He said, in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice, so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God grant justice to his chosen ones? who cry to him day and night, will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One morning this week, I was sitting in our big room with floor-to-ceiling windows in our big room, and I was reading just letting the sun come in, and I heard our cat, meow, meow, meow. He wanted to go outside and play with the squirrels. Meow, meow, meow. He wanted to go downstairs. Well, I ignored him. We don't let our cats downstairs unsupervised because they can get locked down there. And we don't let our cats go outside without a leash because we have foxes and possums in our yard. So, I just ignored him. Meow, meow, meow. I ignored him harder. And then in a flash, across my vision, the cat runs and up the wall and into the screen and he's hanging there. I cannot ignore him any longer. So, I peel him off of our screen, not too much damage, but my cat does not like to be ignored. Such was the persistent cry of our widow in Jesus' parable. She was not going to be ignored. She had a word to say. She had found her voice. She was not going to take no for an answer. I look at many of the protest movements of today and of the past years, and they have found their voice like this woman did. Those who have been denied a long time cry the loudest and the longest. They are 
our modern-day prophets, whether we like what they say or not. The prophets had that kind of persistent cry. I think about Habakkuk, which I preached on a year ago today, who said to God, How long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen or cry to you violence, but you do not save. Such stories of persistent voice can be found also in action, not just word. There's a powerful story in Genesis' brother Esau. You see, Jacob stole Esau's birthright, so the meeting has a potential to be a terrible event. Jacob has set up several greeting committees before him to soften Esau's heart. They just happen to include women and children, but that's another story, perhaps a voice story too. But then the night before the big meeting, Jacob is attacked by a man who Jacob believes is God. Jacob wrestles all night with God. Jacob will not let God go unless God blesses him. Jacob is persistent. God wounds Jacob's hip. But he does bless Jacob with a new name. Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jesus wanted his disciples to pray with this kind of fervor, with a tenacious and persistent voice. When you pray, Jesus says, speak up, cry out, do it again and again. Jesus must have realized that the disciples would get discouraged in their work, especially after he was gone. They might want to give up. They might not quite understand how the work of disciple just never stops. Prayer is an activity of discipleship that goes on and on and on. Jesus must have known that, it is, that his disciples might want to hide in the face of conflict or the absence of results. The disciples might be tempted to ignore what needs to be, needs to be said and stay silent. Jesus knew that the life that they were going to have in the kingdom was going to require them to speak up against unjust judges, come face to face with brick walls, make them have to soften stone hearts into mud. Jesus knew that they would need to come to God in prayer again and again. The parable of the persistent woman and the unjust judge helped the disciples look ahead to the reality that Jesus was not always going to be with them in person, and there was going to be suffering and rejection ahead for Jesus. The disciples were going to have to deal with the grief of losing Jesus and waiting again for his return. Jesus tells them that he will return, but no one will know when. He will come when they are unaware, unexpected, and that's when waiting is hard. They need hope and trust. Will he find that persistent faith in them that we see in this woman? 
The prophetic voice of Jesus' parable speaks to us in this way. When we suffer trials and tribulations like these disciples, when we pray in our distress, will we remember the parable like Jesus' disciples will remember? Will we persist in our prayer? And what will what shall we pray, you ask? The prophet Jeremiah encouraged people to pray hearts no one can take it away. Pray for a heart intent on God. Pray to know the Lord, to know the, what the Lord has taught us, how to love God as God loves, to love ourselves, to love our neighbors, and yes, also to love our enemies. Pray to stop putting people into boxes and castes and categories Pray to look beyond some human contrived notion about who is in and who is out, to give voice to those that don't have it and need it, to lift one another up, to bring about the peace of Christ. What shall we pray? Pray to forgive those who persecute you. Pray to have an opportunity to love all the way to the end. Pray, forgive me, God. Shout from the mountaintop, love each other. God, hear our prayer. Today is Consecration Sunday. We have come forward with our pledges. Today is the day that we have made our voices heard, for that we have cried out. We have come forward to God with what we need. We have made a commitment to love a little harder, to love a little longer. Today we have made stewardship a spiritual matter. Robert Bull says, where there is a vibrant, exciting church, the congregation has made stewardship a spiritual matter. For those Presbyterians, stewardship has to do with how they live and their daily commitments to Jesus Christ as their Lord. Robert Bull says that he heard a pastor say, when you only give your money, you give very little. It's when you give of yourself that you truly give. The Apostle Paul said this in not this many words to Timothy, his young disciple. He said, Timothy, use your voice to proclaim the message, to be persistent whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. Maybe your prayer when you walked forward today was a little like my crazy cat who just wants to get out of the house. Maybe your prayer was a desire for justice like this woman in the parable. Maybe your prayer was for a stronger commitment in your faith. Maybe you want to pray a prayer of praise. That is also good stewardship. Maybe you'd like to pray a prayer of praise like a bird who sings and sings and sings, like Mary Oliver's The Chat. I wish I were the yellow chat down in the thickets who sings all night, throwing into the air praises and panhandles, planes and curly phrases, half rhymes, free verse too, with head dipping and wing ringing, with soft breasts rising into the air, meek and sleek, broadcasting with no time out for pillow rest, everything pathos, thanks. 
Oh, Lord, what a lesson you send me as I stand listening to your rattling, swamp-loving chatbird sounds like the woman in the parable to me. So sing and pray. Pray and sing to God just like that. Amen. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week. Thank you.